0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Today, I'm just going to introduce some thoughts to you. I want to talk to you about the key to bring healing. It's a forgotten key. We've misplaced this thing. If we would recognize it and use it, I honestly believe it will bring healing to our nation. And then this isn't hyperbole in any way. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you something. I really believe this to be true. It's a biblical principle. And it's a key that's been lost. If we use it, it will bring healing to America's pain over the division of racism, slavery, and all of these things that has been a stain on our nation's history, and still with us today. It's obviously, it's there in the Bible. It's been there for centuries. And some preachers of yesteryear discovered it and used it, and these were candidates. They were actually black preachers here in America. I'll talk about them uh, probably in tomorrow's broadcast. And they preached these truths, the secret, this key, And it brought healing to those who were victims of slavery. And they didn't live their life as as victims. They overcame it. And I believe that if we would apply these principles, it will bring healing to those who need it. Uh, I want to discuss this, and I'm not going to get into all the... Uh, stuff here today in fact tomorrow i really want to encourage you i'm kind of <laughs> kind of putting a hook in the water here for you and i hope you will stay with us through today and tomorrow as i cover it and i believe it will be a help today i want to focus on some things that you probably don't know about american history when it comes to slavery and when we get into it you're going to be as i was a bit shocked and surprised i have to admit to you there um as of three or four weeks ago, I didn't know this. It left me scratching my head saying, Hmm, wow, this makes, this paints a different color here, a different story about American slave about the slavery history, and that story that we are being fed. And a lot of it is dishonest. And we need to be aware of some truth. Those who are afraid of the truth are people who would rather live in this fantasy, in a fake world, of their imaginations. And they don't want the facts to interrupt that. Today, we're going to interrupt that with some facts, okay? But before I get into that, let me just share a couple of things with you. You might have heard on Facebook, I announced it this, uh, just last night, uh, we had, a, <laughs> as a family, a very challenging ordeal um, I almost lost my father. He's 81 years uh, of age, and we know his time left here on Earth is is short. I mean, in my opinion, I, Dad's living on borrowed time already. But last, uh, about a week ago, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, it was very grave. He had bleeding, internal bleeding. It was in his head. He went into a comatose state. They airlifted him to a, into a major hospital. You know, so our family was in a very grave situation all through this week, and many prayed. Uh, thousands have been praying for my dad. and um, and I, and I'm here to say a miracle occurred. It really did. For him to be alive today is nothing short of a miracle. And so I want to give God the glory, give praise to the Lord. Today, I was able to feed him his first, solid foods that uh, he's had in over 10 days. He's sitting in a chair. He's in his right mind. He's got a long road of recovery when it comes to phys- physical therapy, some things like that. But uh, praise the Lord, he he can talk, and he is with us here today, and I'm so thankful for that. What was interesting, my, my, my brother was with him Sunday night, and uh, he, he told my my, my brother to um, uh, to I guess he thought he was in church <laughs> and, and he told uh, to, he told Tim to go get a, uh, get his guitar and, and lead in the singing and so Tim said, well dad I can't I don't have my guitar with me and uh, and he said well that, well that's a poor show isn't it there and uh, anyhow then he just uh, broke into preaching now you need to know my dad my dad has been a missionary for 49 years. Uh, overseas and church planning, and God's used him in a great, great way through the years. And but uh, my brother said, "Man, he preached for about ten minutes. He gave a clear gospel presentation. If anyone had been there, and heard it, they would have gotten saved." But uh, anyhow, I give praise to God for my dad's uh, recovery and appreciate your prayers and thoughts about for our family. Secondly, I'd like to say this: I've been needing to start start a our fundraising campaign. Uh, We didn't reach our goal anywhere near our goal last spring, and so um, uh, this summer we're having to put out an appeal. And I meant to start that a couple of weeks ago. Well, we had the great news of my grandson being born and all that there, so we delayed that. Then the incident with my dad, and so uh, our accounts are really in that dire situation here this summer. Summer is usually a drop in our donations already, and so. We really need some help, and, uh, and if we can pick up 10 grand, $10,000 as a, uh, a weekly goal here for this week goal, we need to get this started, and so would you consider helping our radio ministry to help us speak the truth against the lies that's coming from the media and from the left about um, uh, things uh, that, that our nation is facing? Our Christianity is being assaulted, and we need to stand for truth. And this radio program cuts into those political issues there, against the false lies that are being labeled uh, against uh, uh, Christian truth and against Christian doctrine, and against our faith. And uh, we need to stand up for these things, and we need to be encouraged as uh, Christians to be to have courage. So we're a program that gives you the courage to take a stand, to be the salt and light that you ought to be in your community. We speak against the lies of Islam that is growing. We believe that is a, an enemy that is capable of destroying our nation from within if we do not correct our ways and do not stand against these things. And a number of other things we speak against, but ultimately the real solution that uh, that our country needs is revival. We need to return back to God, repent of our uh, sinful wickedness and become once again a nation of righteousness. But how will we uh, how will we have revival? It begins with repentance. And so this program is calling America back to repentance and Christians to stand to have courage and to be salt and light in their community. But we need your help to do that. And many of you We hear from you often of how our ministry is a blessing uh, to hundreds and maybe even thousands of you that are listening on a daily, daily basis. We're on 80 plus stations across uh, the nation and many people listen to us online, but we need your help uh, this week. Would you consider a donation? The number to call, if you write this down, is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082 or you can give safely, securely online at our website, FortressOfFaith.com FortressOfFaith.com or you can give a donation uh, by in the mail and if you give us a call, we'll be glad to give you the address. Let's, I don't want to take airtime time to do that. Alright, here's some things you don't know. You probably don't know about slavery. The year 1619. Now, you've heard about the 1619 Project that's being taught and, and, and so on there. Well, this is when the first slave started coming into our nation. And the first identified slave owner went to the... Now, you need to understand, America wasn't around yet. I mean, we're talking 1619, 1620. I mean, we, uh, we as a nation didn't uh, begin until after 1776, okay? So these are colonies. These are British colonies colonies. So these are subjects of Britain. So you need to realize that. And so when people get this narrative about the slavery and back in those days and stuff, yeah, but this is Britain. These are the colonies of Britain here in on these shores. Okay, It wasn't America yet. So keep that in mind. But the first slave owner went to um, uh, to the colony of Virginia to petition the courts that he could own his black slaves in per- perpetuity. And he became known as the first slave owner in the New World in these colonies. His name was Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson, what do we know about him? Well, brace yourself he was a black man, he was an African. He came from Angola. He was a slave trader in Africa. He was the one who became, became wealthy by capturing slaves in Africa. His fellow Africans, which is what the... Now, I'm still doing more research about him. I suspect he could have been a Muslim because many of the slaves were captured in Africa by Muslims, Because they would not repent and turn to Allah, and so they were enslaved, and they found a market to sell them to the to the Europeans, to the British, and the French, and so on there. And so they sold these African slaves to the white nations of of Europe and the colonies, and he became a landowner in Virginia, and he brought his slaves with him, and he was wealthy. And he went to the courts to to have a law passed so that he could remain the owner of his black slaves in perpetuity. And so this is a bit of history that we need to be aware of because we get the narrative that the crime of slavery, the American crime of slavery, is really a racism crime of whites against blacks, but the facts don't necessarily push that agenda. Carter Woodson, who's a black historian, looking into the census data of the 1800s reported in his research that free black men, there was a great number of them, free blacks, who owned black slaves. And according to the 1800s, data from the census, 43% of the slave owners in South Carolina were black men. Same thing for Louisiana. 43% were black, uh, of the slave owners were black, free black men who owned black slaves. 26% in Mississippi, 25% in Alabama, and 20% in Georgia. Isn't that interesting? According to the eighteen sixty census data, begin this was near the beginning of the Civil War here in this country, only eight percent of Americans owned slaves. We almost you know got this idea that just about everyone owned slaves, especially in the South. No, that's not true. Only eight percent of Americans owned slaves. And so the the narrative that we're being fed about racism two things that really are not quite true. It's not always bl- white uh, crimes against black and when it comes to slavery it was blacks owning blacks again, 43 percent of the slave owners in South Carolina and Louisiana were black free black men and so there's more to this story than than what we've been told and we need to, have the facts. Join us tomorrow, and we'll get into the key that will bring healing to all the pain of the slavery and racism issues that has plagued America for so many years. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.